Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here to join with me today. I've got a very hot cup of coffee, fresh out of the uh, Keurig. Oh, I didn't even put any milk in it. It is dark. <laughs> Not dark like the night. I actually took a photo from... Um, overlooking the back deck this morning. We've got a beautiful abundance of moonlight uh, on the west side of our house. And so uh, I took a picture and uh, of course the flash went off first and it's like, okay, that's that's not going to work. <laughs> Especially when you're looking through glass because it is cold out there. Um, but uh, I, I had the camera just do it with a time exposure and boy, I tell you what cracks me up is it looks like a daylight photo now. I actually thought, did I get the wrong photo whenever I, I took it? But no, that was the uh, the right photo, and it looks just nice and bright, and you can see the clouds. Uh, so it's a little bit brighter than normal. But no, it's a, it's a cold one out there today. Um, looking to see what is the temp. It's 12, feels like 5. Yesterday morning, it was nine that felt like two or something like that. So uh, I think winter has at least popped in for a little while. We'll see how long till it warms up some again because we're in Illinois and you never know how a winter is actually going to be. Uh, today is the 29th. Let's see. Saturday would be the third. Oh, wow. New month on Monday, going into February. The next big holiday is Valentine's Day. So um, it'll be good now that uh, more things are opening up in different states. And if you want to take your sweetie out for a Valentine's dinner, I would suggest getting your reservations in now and be able to enjoy that time. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, gosh, that's coming up quick, too. Better get the cards before they're all picked over. How many of you guys out there uh, find yourself uh, getting uh, getting a card like the night before? Okay, I'm giving you a tip, guys, because I know you've all done that. I've done that. Uh, I think the worst is like getting up at 5 in the morning, driving to Walmart to get a card because you, for whatever reason, didn't. <laughs> So <clears throat> get your cards now, get the chocolates now, get the reservations now, have a great time in, in a couple of weeks here, uh, taking your sweetie out for uh, a nice dinner. Well, tell you what, let me jump into uh, what I was hoping on segueing into yesterday, but it didn't quite happen. So I'm just going to start off with that today. I had come across something, I don't remember now because I've slept since, uh, but uh, different uh, business lingo buzzwords. And the first time I really started paying attention to it was, uh, well, it was 30, 30 some years ago. And I had uh, been attending workshops uh, working in the mental health field, and I was doing drug abuse prevention at the time. So we had, we had a lot of money being dumped into the war on drugs, and so we had workshops uh, up in Springfield. I went to Kalamazoo, Michigan for a week in January, which is not the place to be in January. 
but there was a lot of different buzzwords that you would hear used over and over and over and over again. And it was to the ridiculous point. And for those of you who are in a field where there is a lot of new buzzwords being you know, tossed out there on a regular basis. You you may have noticed also that it, it or get, have some humor, have a good laugh from it, because it's like there is in there. I'm getting tongue tied today. You know the old saying: "There's nothing new under heaven," and I believe that everything is just getting reworked, repurposed, relabeled, and uh, as something new but it's not. And probably where you see it the most is with business buzzwords. That industry just seems to always have buzzwords that you will see. The funniest thing I ever saw with with business buzzwords was buzzword bingo. How many of you, raise your hand right now because I'm raising mine, have come across a sheet like this where you could download it. The first ones I saw came by a fax machine, <laughs> kind of passing around offices that away. But it's it's a bingo card, and uh, but each square instead of you know with a number, it's with a buzzword, and then you take that to a conference or to a workshop, and you start filling it out. And whenever you have enough, you know, in listening to the presenter or presenters uh, with uh, <clears throat> using the buzzwords, you, you circle them or X them out. And whenever you get a bingo, you stand up in the middle of the conference and go, bingo. <laughs> oh, so I don't know if any of you saw that. Maybe it was, you know limited to my memory. You may have forgotten over the years, but I thought I would just have some fun with you today and go over some of the, uh, uh, some of these different business buzzwords. And this is from, um, AMA. Who is AMA? American Mar Management Association in its 80 business buzzwords then and now. And this was published back in the summer of 2019. And so some of the says here, some of these business terms are brand new, while others have been around for as long as the AMA. So uh, let, let's just see if you've played some some bingo, see how many of these you recognize. And, and while you're doing it, think, do we really need to have this kind of a formal term for it? Or is this just a part of that funny aspect of human behavior where we try to make something unique that or are special or new that really doesn't. So the first one, which I had not heard of before, so it may be new, but who knows, is called accordion management, the ability to grow or shrink a workforce quickly by hiring or releasing full-time or temporary employees, depending on the staffing needs. So they call that in accordion management. Uh, let's see, uh, jumping some of these, uh, that really aren't that, that funny barefoot pilgrim. What's a barefoot pilgrim? Someone with little investment know-how who has lost everything trading in securities. They are a barefoot pilgrim, <laughs> a bear hug. Okay. I know what a bear hug is, but what do they mean? An attempt to get the board of a company that is target of an acquisition to recommend an offer to its 
shareholders. Okay, so it's the idea of, you know, like the difference between a bear market and a, a bull market. So a bear hug is trying to get the, the board uh, that of a business that's trying to be acquired to uh, uh, recommend some sort of an offer. Let's see. Best practices. Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of hearing the term best practices. Um, best practices basically is a way of, to me, is a way of trying to stick with the status quo and not allow for any creativity or ingenuity from the, from the uh, unwashed masses. And, uh, but here's what they say. Formally a consulting term, it is exactly what it implies. The best in a specific category, such as customer service, sales, marketing, product development, and is, const and is consequently something that other firms want to emulate. Well, what happens is they start using the term best practice and it's like, why try to improve anything? Because it's already the best practice. So yeah, that, that one is, is one of my pet peeve ones at this point in time. Black hole, a project that consumes an unlimited amount of resources without yielding any profit. Yeah, I've had those kind of situations. Uh, a cash cow is any product or service whose revenue can be obtained with minimal effort. It's a cash cow. I wonder, I wonder how that one came about. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's there. There's been different names for that kind of an idea. Um, I think Rainmaker. It may be on the list. Is something like that also a competitive advantage? It's a phrase that was coined by Michael Porter in his discussion on a competitive strategy. Uh, let's see, core competencies. There we go. That's another one that I hear thrown around a lot. Uh, core competencies. It's a portfolio of various skills, ability, and knowledge that employees, managers, and, and executives must have must possess to achieve corporate results. You have to have core competencies. But who decides what those core competencies are? I guess core competencies are best practices. <laughs> <clears throat> the corporate culture. You have to establish a corporate culture wherever you work. It's the values, beliefs, and rituals characterizing the practices within a given company. So if you work for Apple, there is a there's a, a core or I'm sorry, a corporate culture that that must be displayed. It's basically it's the idea that the, the company has um, a very distinct set of values. But yeah, I hear that one variety of different places. Um, here's one I haven't heard. Corporate genetics. It's a term of the for the set of assumptions of a company's leadership about an industry, including competition, profitability, customers. Okay, so it's like all the information about um, uh, an industry uh, is, you know, kind of like looking at your DNA, your genetics. And so it's looking at those kind of factors. Let's see. Oh, declutter. It's a British term meaning to focus on the core skills that makes an enterprise competitive and profitable. You have to declutter. You know, I've used that term a variety of different times about, you know, sometimes we need to declutter our lives. Declutter physically, you know, a room like an office as I look at some stuff that's 
you know, needing to find a home again. Uh, but uh, decluttering your life or decluttering your business. Uh, let's see, delayering. Delayering. Whenever I think of that, I always think of like uh, car tires that are flying apart or truck tires uh, uh, or paint after you've had so many coats of paint on something. Delayering is a reduction or elimination of management layers. That's usually a good thing. It's amazing how fast management layers can can occur. <clears throat> dot com. Oh yeah, everything was dot com, dot com, dot com. You go back to 2000, that was the big term. If it wasn't a dot com, you wouldn't make any money. If you if you if you were invested in a dot com company, well now every company is that way, but it's a term that refers to organizations that exist only or primarily on the web. And you know, this past year of 2020, a lot of businesses have closed all their brick and mortar structures. I wonder if that's in there. No, we're past the bees. Uh, and are just online. Pier One was one of my wife's favorite stores uh, for just one reason. Uh, whenever it was like November, we would go there and she would get one of the new Christmas ornaments where it's, it's a, a kind of a thick glass ball but it's been painted on the inside and uh, they, they, they didn't survive all their stores closed, but then we just found out they're just now online only. So uh, yeah, they have become, I guess, in essence, a.com. Let's see how much time, how much time has passed? Oh goodness. Let me see if there's any other fun ones that jump out before we need to wrap up. You can find this also if you just type in 80 business buzzwords then and now and and see if uh, 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 see if any of these jump out at you. This is one that <laughs> sounds like an oxymoron. Mass customization. Okay, if you're doing something in mass, there's no customization. Customization does not imply mass. So what do you have when you have mass customization? The ability to make individually customized and high-quality goods at the same low cost, cost as standardized mass-produced products. Well, you know, there's I would say there's more and more of that taking place out there in the world. Um Oh, here's something kind of interesting because I use this term. It's OLE, O-L-E, and for me, it's it's overwhelming life experience. It's it's actually a term I coined in the uh, uh, anxiety field, specifically with trauma. <clears throat> but they call it offline employment, an acronym for a system whereby product uh, production workers who might be laid off during a period of slack demand are cross-trained and, and capable of producing other products ancillary to the traditional line. So it's a way of keeping people employed uh, in a position different from their primary one. Huh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, let's see, oh, this one, we'll wrap up with this one. It's the Peter Principle. <laughs> I'd love to read the, the original reason for the name, but the Peter Principle, uh, the theory that employees within an organization will advance to their highest level of competence 
and then be promoted to and remain at a level at which they are actually incompetent. This is everywhere. This drives everybody crazy. The Peter Principle. Uh, I guess they're just petering around, not doing anything. But the Peter Principle, yeah, you got a good employee. They're doing a great job. So you promote them to a position they were not designed for. You see this a lot in businesses where you have, or organizations where you have, um, uh, um, no, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, seniority, where you have seniority for advancement. So you got somebody who's been there for 30 years in a particular position. They do great at it, but they're, that's, that's their skill. But then they want to get into the big money and they've got all the seniority and no one can stop them. So then they get into a position they can't do, nor will they ever be able to do because it's just outside of their ability. So the Peter principle. All right. Well, tell you what, that's it for today. I hope you have a great weekend. Have a a fantastic Friday and we will catch you on Monday. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, if you're wondering what happened to the devotional portion of Morning Coffee with Larry, well, starting January 1st, I split it off into an entirely different podcast called Morning Devotions with Larry. So if you're interested in finding how to get connected to that podcast, go to my podcast page, which is at podpage.com slash morning devotions all together like one word there. So that again is podpage.com slash morning devotions. And you'll be able to link to whatever your favorite podcasting uh, platform is, or you can listen to it directly there. So take a listen and we'll see you there. Bye-bye.